Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the divine. In our household, we worship the Holy Trinity, Father of all of us, the Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Sometimes I share music with you that I create that he inspires through me to spread more love around the world. Our life mission of Move Happy is to help empower you to find happiness from within. Uh, We service our main population as people that have depression, depressed states, and family members and friends to help equip you with the tools necessary, uh, both in research and in real life application, to essentially help obliterate the power of depressive thought patterns in the minds. Our thoughts can be very powerful for good and very powerful for not so good. So this is a positive show to help you make good choices and to teach others to do the same. I was reviewing, I released a bunch of episodes yesterday that the Lord had Excuse me, giving me might need to take an extra allergy pill. It's a little bit, a little bit, uh, what do you call that? Clogged up in my throat. So I do apologize. I was reviewing these episodes last night and I fell asleep listening. I have to review because there's been so many evil people part of this deep state Illuminati CCP. I've been in a contest for three years and we're 10 days away. And for three years, they've messed with my technologies. They've blocked me from making money. They've threatened my business associations, my friends to not associate with me. They've caused fear on purpose to get people to not want to be my friend. It's been terrible, absolutely horrible, but the Lord has assigned me a very big, important mission. I'm responsible. My husband and I have won this contest. I won it in 2018 because the Lord assigned it to me. And in 2020, I found out I was in the nominations for it so as I review I make sure they aren't changing my verbiage there's technologies that are powerful from evil people that make bad decisions in the world to ruin your reputation if they don't like you if you're not a part of their Illuminati cult they sacrifice and abduct and sexualize children in private sell their organs they are the worst of the worst evil people And they tried to get me to join their cult multiple times since the beginning of this calling that the Lord assigned me in 2018. And I kept turning them down. Kept turning them down the topic. As I reviewed yesterday's episodes that I had released six episodes to make sure they didn't change any of my verbiage to damage my reputation using my own voice. Yeah, I've seen, I'm going to wait to tell you the, the topic. I've, I've seen and listened to videos released on YouTube ads, even mimicking the voice of Steve Harvey. I said, that's not his voice. It sounds similar to his voice, but the tonality is different. Encouraging people to take money from the government. I know 100%. It's a fake ad, and they've been allowed to release and use celebrities' voices to influence people, to take money, to then cause us in America to be even more in debt, enslaved to the CCP. Double. Hell no. The Lord doesn't like liars, deceivers. I'll bring you nothing but the truth. So... As I was reviewing, he gave me this topic and kind of reminded me of some fun in my past. So I'm going to talk to you about Beachbody. If you're a Beachbody uh, business brand ambassador or whatever they call themselves, um, I got to learn from your company when I was on the Wounded Warrior Battalion Transportation Team, summer of 2009. I don't remember the exact months I worked on on Fort Lewis, but I transported active duty soldiers that were, and doctors, 
that were needing transportation to their doctor's appointments. There's the main Madigan Hospital, which was the newer one. And then I transported them to the old one. And then they had uh, a bunch of, it was a contract company that I worked for, L, I think LSG or LGS, something like that. It was three letters. <clears throat> they had a bunch of contracts all over the whole post. I worked at the visitor center for a little bit. That was a lot of pressure. They said, we verify to make sure people don't have warrants and do all these things. And their training was different depending on who was training me on different things. And everybody was correcting me in different ways. So I was like, mm, that's too much pressure for me. Can I just do the transportation that I was hired for? And they're like, oh, okay, sure. So then they moved me to be transportation in a different department. And this was when I got to do out processing, transportation, picking up soldiers that were out processing from war picked them up from the airport. Some of them were uh, needing to get to their doctor's appointments. I remember one drive, I picked up a soldier that lived almost to Mount Rainier, to the base of Mount Rainier, and I picked him up from his house. That was what they provided. Our government provided transportation to get them to their doctor's appointments. And it was probably an hour and a half drive each way. And in between, when I did this particular position, it was 12-hour shifts. I worked 12 hours, and there was me and this other lady and sometimes a third lady, and we would do beach body workouts while we were waiting for a phone call. We were just there ready to pick up. We never knew when they would come from the airport because they were coming all at different times, different flights, I imagine. Some of them had commercial flights, <clears throat> and they were getting out of the military. They had to spend a month or so of what they called out processing. And so we would, uh, she was the lady I, I worked with. I can't remember her name. I remember she was, she was cool. She was like maybe 40 or something. She was a veteran spouse and she loved her husband. She told me way too much information, but, um, she loved to be fit and exercise and work out. So we worked out together and she introduced me to Beachbody. So we did, um, Shailene Johnson's, uh, couple of her DVDs and it's uh it's a direct sales business I don't know if she's still associated with that company but I know she was one of their big time promoters and she continued on to build her own brand online and whatnot she's kind of changed her focus a few times but um I liked it it kicked my butt and we did the the workouts while we were just waiting for a phone call and if we ever got a phone call then we'd pause the workout DVD <clears throat> handle business and then get get back to taking care of ourselves on the clock getting paid to sit there and wait it was a cool job it was real cool um, they kept changing my shift around though unfortunately kept having me do night shift and then day shift without any transitional time in between and I was a contractor so I couldn't I didn't have any w-2 rights so when the school year started I desired to start teaching so I asked my boss, I said, hey, I'd like to teach and do this. Is it possible that, because I, I didn't have enough money to pay my student loans. I had a six-month grace period. I was having a difficult time paying my bills and being a responsible citizen. <clears throat> so I asked, I said, hey, I'd like to substitute during the week, and then can I do this on the weekends, but I need the day shift. Because it was 12 hours, it was either 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. or 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. And they switched me to the night shift on purpose when they knew that I was trying to work days during the week as a substitute teacher. They just wanted to kick me out for no reason. No reason. Other than maybe they were losing the need for shifts and hours. I have no idea. A lot of people have disrespected me a lot. But Beachbody, I'm grateful. I met that lady and was introduced to that uh, fitness program. They've done a bunch of different workout DVDs and whatnot. And fitness and the fitness industry is huge it's huge it's the latest thing right that's what I learned when I got my degree is like everybody's into what's the latest and greatest thing but if you just understand that moving in general any kind of movement is going to be good for you better than sitting and not doing anything but find things that you enjoy so that means you might need to try different things and um, a lot of ladies like movement timed movement things now some guys do 
like dance type choreography things. But they're often stigmatized and made fun of. And I don't think we should do that. I don't think we should make fun of men that like to dance because ladies, we love to be taken out on dates and to be danced and twirled around. That's the truth. Maybe not all ladies, but I know many ladies do. And there's been a, a ton of movies that have been made in the entertainment industry that proves it. Each body, they did a lot of rhythmic um, activity things, and I liked it. It was very good. Anything else, Father, you'd like me to share? Okay. He's sending me. I was doing a tree pose while I was just speaking to you on my yoga mat. <clears throat> Stretching my legs out. It helps to relieve some of my back pain when I stretch. He's sending me to the Old Testament. Ecclesiastes 3.13 That everyone may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all his toil. This is the gift of God. Keep reading, he says. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it and nothing taken from it. God does it so that men will revere him. Whatever is has already been and what will be has been before and God will call the past to account. Keep reading. He says, no, that's it for now. Wow, God will call the past to account. Maybe that's why he wanted me to remind people about what had happened to me. I've, My money has been impacted by a lot of other people my whole life. And when he assigned me this very big mission to help people with depression in the world... I have been blocked for three years from making money in America. I started with one business, and I added a second, and then the Lord assigned me a nonprofit ministry third business, and I've been blocked from making money in all three businesses. I was allowed in the first launch year to make a few hundred dollars, but I didn't keep any of it. It went into our nonprofit ministry, and it paid for advertising, posters, and whatnot for our concerts. I executed 11 concerts while being a slave to... The post office was one job. I was forced to work seven days a week. I had to beg for a day off, 12 to 14 hour days. And I still executed with excellence because people stepped up. They loved the mission. I desired to help bring people together, veterans, veteran families, and first responder families, to entertain them and to provide them with a means of communicating and have pro-social activities through the Zoom technologies, because you can, you can message during the concert experience, you can encourage during the chat, and you can also private message people, and I, I'm good at bringing people together. All the major TV networks that had entertainment shows sent their top people, or people connected me to top people because of the geographic location of where I live, and a lot of people are veterans, and a lot of people have connections, and they love they love being patriots where I live. And they loved the mission and the Lord told me to do it. I had no idea. I had no idea what a powerful force I could be when I kept him first place. And when I was just obedient, I started it from homelessness after having the richest of the richest people pay the top security man that protects President Biden, they paid to have me killed. They paid to have my damage, my re reputation damaged. And he was embarrassed that he had loose lips, so he had to tell a bunch of lies to everybody to cover up his trail of lies. The last three years have been a total shit show in America. I bring you nothing but the truth. I'm an ambassador for mental health. I've had to fight against all of these rich organizations in the fitness industry, in the financial industry, in the medical industry, in the beauty industry, in the aging industry, in the entertainment industry. 
have pissed off a lot of people. The richest of the richest of the richest people. Because they kept trying to get me to join their cult. And I will not bow down to any false idols. I serve a very jealous father. And he told me my assignment. I'm very clear. I'm very clear on my assignment. I don't need a lot of money to make impact. And he proved it in the last three years. And he also proved just how evil people can be when they focus on money and not greed. You want me to sing that song, Father? I think I had shared it a different time on its own episode. But I'm getting a sense from the Father to do it. So I'm going to get my music out. He had gifted me this song earlier this year. It's just a cappella right now. I just have the uh, the melody. I don't have the chord structures yet. Some of the songs he's gifted me. Chord structures. Let me see here. I have so many songs. He's gifted me 98 songs in the last three years of this contest. Okay, this song I wrote on June 10th. <clears throat> called Unknown Worlds. There are unknown worlds of your past. There are... Let me fix that. I didn't start that right. How does, how does it go, Father? There are unknown worlds of your past. There are galaxies opening today. Clear your mind and you will receive the key to unveiling true love. Unknown worlds showing up in your feet when you focus on love and not greed. Here we go. Here's the melody. There are unknown oceans so deep. Demons hiding lies and deceit. They come creeping up from the flames. Watch your back, they'll defame your name. Unknown worlds showing up in your feet. When you focus on love and not greed. There is a love unexpected, a perfect source of light, who gives when we least expect it. He throws our bullies a good fight, unknown worlds showing up in your feet. When you focus on love and not greed, I'm very tempted to share this deep love and my care. You can know this love too. Excuse me. If you repent, he'll forgive you unknown worlds. Showing up in your feet. When you focus on love and not greed. He gives me songs to keep me hopeful. And I think to teach, because I'm, I was called to be a teacher from him. I, I'm in the bloodline of King David, and Jesus Christ came through that bloodline a few generations after that. Thousands of years ago, my ancestor, King David, and then through that bloodline, Jesus Christ. So I have the DNA of Jesus Christ through my blood veins. And what do we describe him as? Wonderful counselor. So he's given me therapies. 52 so far in my lifetime. I've executed some successfully to help people in real life with the permissions of authorities. And they've billed it to the state. I gifted it for free last year. We're still in development with it. Ivy League universities sent their top professors from chiefs of the military connections, sending me their connections, sending me their books on resiliency for the military because they were so drawn to this mission. Head of Disney hotels 
He's retired now. He's retired from the army. He's got lots of generals in his pocketbook of connections. He was responsible for 40,000 employees. He was one of our edutainers. And these evil people in the development, and we had a free thing last year. We didn't charge any money. It was for medical practitioners, Western and Eastern medicine, because the Lord assigned it to me. And there was 225,000 on the invite list for free, August 18th. Real Entertainment Therapy Experience 2.0. In the future, we'll shorten the name to Entertainment Therapy. They committed espionage. They hacked in and they blocked the invites. And they told people I was suicidal because I'm in a contest. And they are the richest of the richest people that tried to get me to join their cult. And they paid over a billion dollars to have somebody else win this rigged contest. But the Lord assigned it to me. And I married I married into this organization that protects all the presidents. And he told me, don't you worry about a thing. You keep doing your part. We're tracing it all. So all these evil people have proven many of them are in the pharmaceutical industry. They're threatened by my powers that are in my blood veins. They had no idea I'm a descendant of King David. I prove Jesus' existence just by being myself because the Holy Spirit lives and breathes through me. I am a descendant. No one can harm me without the Lord's permission. And he didn't give anybody permission to steal from me. Justice will be served very soon. We are ten days away. He's sending me into the New Testament. First Corinthians five nine. I have written you in my letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. Keep reading, Father. Okay. Not at all meaning the people of this world who are immoral or the greedy and swindlers or idolaters. In that case, you would have to leave this world. But now I am writing you that you must not associate with anyone who calls himself a brother but is sexually immoral or greedy, an idolater or a slanderer, a drunkard or a swindler. With such a man, do not even eat. Yes, Father, what business is it of mine to judge those outside the church? Are you not to judge those inside? God will judge those outside. Expel the wicked man from among you. Keep reading, Father. Okay. Lawsuits among believers. If any of you has a dispute with another, dare he take it before the ungodly for judgment instead of before the saints? Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if you are to judge the world, are you not competent to judge trivial cases? Do you not know that we will judge angels? How much more the things of this life? Therefore, if you have disputes about such matters, appoint as judges, even men of little account in the church. I say this to shame you. Is it possible that there is nobody among you wise enough to judge a dispute between believers? But instead, one brother goes to law against another, and this is in front of unbelievers. The very fact that you have lawsuits among you means you have been completely defeated already. Why not rather be wronged? Why not rather be cheated? Instead, you yourselves cheat and do wrong, and you do this to your brothers. Do you not know that the wicked will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, immoral nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor male prostitutes, nor homosexual offenders, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor slanderers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And that is what some of you were. But you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. Yes, Father. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. Food for the stomach, and the stomach for food, 
but God will destroy them both. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. By his power, God raised the Lord from the dead, and he will raise us also. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ himself? Shall I then take the members of Christ and unite them with a prostitute? Never. Do you not know that he who unties himself, excuse me, unites himself with a prostitute is one with her in body? For it is said the two will become one flesh. But he who unites himself with the Lord is one with him in spirit. Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a man commits are outside his body, but he who sins sexually sins against his own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Keep reading, Father. Okay, marriage. Now for the matters you wrote about. It is good for a man not to marry, but since there is so much immorality, each man should have his own wife, and each woman her own husband. The husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife, and likewise the wife to her husband. The wife's body does not belong to her alone, but also to her husband. In the same way, the husband's body does not belong to him alone, but also to his wife. Do not deprive each other except by mutual consent and for a time, so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again, so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. I say this as a concession, not as a command. I wish that all men were as I am. But each man has his own gift from God. One has this gift, another has that. Now to the unmarried and the widows, I say, it is good for them to stay unmarried as I am. But if they cannot control themselves, they should marry, for it is better to marry than to burn with passion. To the married, I give this command, not I, but the Lord, a wife must not separate from her husband, but if she does, she must remain unmarried or else be reconciled to her husband, and a husband must not divorce his wife. My husband forced me out of our house last year. On Easter Sunday, that was the last day I got to see him because people tried to kill us in America. He never signed our divorce paperwork when he told me he wanted to divorce seven times. We're still married. We never went to court. Verse 12, 1 Corinthians chapter 7, to the rest I say, I, not the Lord, if any brother has a wife who is not a believer and she is willing to live with him, he must not divorce her. So even if you decide to marry unbelievers, you're not supposed to divorce them. And if a woman has a husband who is not a believer and he is willing to live with her, she must not divorce him. For the unbelieving husband has been sanctified through his wife, and the unbelieving wife has been sanctified through her unbelieving husband. Otherwise, your children would be unclean, but as it is, they are holy. But if the unbeliever leaves, let him do so. A believing man or woman is not bound in such circumstances. God has called us to live in peace. How do you know, wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, husband, whether you will save your wife? Nevertheless, each one should retain the place in life that the Lord assigned to him and to which God has called him. This is the rule I lay down in all the churches. Was a man already circumcised when he was called? He should not become uncircumcised. <clears throat> was a man uncircumcised when he was called? He should not be circumcised. Circumcision is nothing, and uncircumcision is nothing. Keeping God's commands is what counts. Each one should remain in the situation which he was in when God called him. Were you a slave when you were called? Don't let it trouble you, although... If you can gain your freedom, do so. For he who was a slave when he was called by the Lord is the Lord's freed man. Similarly, he who was a free man when he was called is Christ's slave. You were bought at a price. Do not become slaves of men. Brothers, each man as responsible to God should remain in the situation God called him to. Now about virgins. 
I have no command from the Lord, but I give a judgment as one who by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. Because of the present crisis, I think that it is good for you to remain as you are. Are you married? Do not seek a divorce. Are you unmarried? Do not look for a wife. But if you do marry, you have not sinned. And if a virgin marries, she has not sinned. But those who marry will face many troubles in this life, and I want to spare you this. <clears throat> what I mean, brothers, is that the time is short from now on. Those who have wives should live as if they had none. Those who mourn as if they did not. Those who are happy as if they were not. Those who buy something as if it were not theirs to keep. Those who use the things of the world as if not engrossed in them. For this world in its present form is passing away. I would like you to be free from concern. An unmarried man is concerned about the Lord's affairs, how he can please the Lord, but a married man is concerned about the affairs of this world, how he can please his wife, and his interests are divided. An unmarried woman or virgin is concerned about the Lord's, Lord's affairs. Her aim is to be devoted to the Lord in both body and spirit, but a married woman is concerned about the affairs of this world, how she can please her husband. I am say saying this, for your own good, not to restrict you, but that you may live in a right way in undivided devotion to the Lord. If anyone thinks he is acting improperly towards the virgin he is engaged to, and if she is getting along in years and he feels he ought to marry, he should do as he wants. He is not sinning. They should get married. But the man who has settled the matter in his own mind, who is under no compulsion, but has control over his own will, and who has made up his mind not to marry the virgin, this man also does the right thing. So then he who marries the virgin does right, but he who does not marry her does even better. A woman is bound to her husband as long as he lives. But if her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone she wishes, but he must belong to the Lord. In my judgment, she is happier if she stays as she is, and I think that I do have the Spirit of God. I tried to reach out to my husband last year to invite him to the therapy experience. Because I sang our song that we wrote together. <laughs> and these evil people destroyed my phone from one text message that's evil that's the evil of the deep state that has taken over America I couldn't even reach out to my husband after he kicked me out of our house when I didn't do anything wrong that's the evil of our leadership and power right now they told lies about my husband they told lies about me they destroyed my business my ministry, they tried to ruin my reputation. They paid the president of the defunded Blackwater Alumni Group. His security team leader on Biden's team was paid over 800 to 850 acres to have me perform oral sex in public. They tried to turn me into a prostitute in America. And my husband covered and protected me. And he asked to retire. And they tried to kill us. After he told me he was going to be on my podcast because the Lord told him to protect my reputation. The Lord told him in the shower, opened the shower curtain and told him that people were damaging my reputation. The Lord told him, don't you think I'm more powerful and I can move this shower curtain. I could do much more things. People are damaging your wife's reputation. You will get on her podcast. You will confirm her story. No one. No one will be telling any lies any further. That is why they tried to have me killed. Because they had paid to have somebody else win a contest. When I refused to join their cult. My husband protects President Trump. They have lied about everything in the media. Ten days, motherfuckers. You tried to kill the top-trained assassin that knows where all of you live. 
very poor choice. He tried to kill me, his wife. I've had to live for a year and a half being forced into sexually inappropriate positions in my workplace. And you erased the record of sexual harassment in my workplace when I shouldn't have ever had to work those jobs because my husband should have been providing for me. You fucked up very greatly. The Lord is very angry at your team. The Lord is very angry. But he is a very forgiving father. If you repent, he is faithful and just to forgive all of us of our unrighteousness. He's sending me <clears throat> to the Old Testament. Amos 2.2 I will send fire upon Moab that will consume the fortress of Kerioth. Moab will go down in great tumult amid war cries and the blast of the trumpet. Keep reading, Father. I will destroy her ruler and kill all her officials with him, says the Lord. This is what the Lord says. For three sins of Judah, even for four, I will not turn back my wrath because they have rejected the law of the Lord and have not kept his decrees because they have been led astray by false gods, the gods their ancestors followed. I will send fire upon Judah that will consume the fortress, fortresses of Jerusalem. <clears throat> Keep reading, Father. Yes, he says, this is what the Lord says. For three sins of Israel, even for four, I will not turn back my wrath. They sell the righteous for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals. They trample on the heads of the poor as upon the dust of the ground and deny justice to the oppressed. Father and son use the same girl and so profane my holy name. They lie down beside every altar on garments taken in pledge. In the house of their God, they drink wine taken as fines. I destroyed the Amorite before them. Though he was tall as the cedars and strong as the oaks, I destroyed his fruit above and his roots below. I brought you up out of Egypt, and I led you for forty years in the desert to give you the land of the Amorites. I also raised up prophets from among your sons and Nazarites from among your young men. Is this not true, people of Israel, declares the Lord? But you made the Nazarites drink wine and commanded the prophets not to prophesy. Now then I will crush you as a cart crushes when loaded with grain. The swift will not escape. The strong will not muster their strength and the warrior will not save his life. The archer will not stand his ground. The fleet-footed soldier will not get away and the horseman will not save his life. Even the bravest warriors will flee naked on that day, declares the Lord. Yes, Father, he says to keep reading witnesses summoned against Israel. Chapter 3 of Amos. <clears throat> Hear this word. The Lord has spoken against you, O people of Israel, against the whole family I brought up out of Egypt. You only have I chosen of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your sins. Do to walk together. Unless they have agreed to do so? Does a lion roar in the thicket when he has no prey? Does he growl in his den when he has caught nothing? Does a bird fall into a trap on the ground where no snare has been set? Does a trap spring up from the earth when there is nothing to catch? When a trumpet sounds in a city, do not the people tremble? When disaster comes to a city, has not the Lord caused it? Surely the Sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. The lion has roared, who will not fear? The Sovereign Lord has spoken, who can but prophesy? Proclaim to the fortresses of Ashad and to the fortresses of Egypt, assemble yourselves on the mountains of Samaria. See the great unrest within her and the oppression among her people. They do not know how to do right, declares the Lord, who hoard plunder and loot in their fortresses therefore this is what the sovereign lord says an enemy will overrun the land he will pull down your strongholds and plunder your fortresses this is what the lord says as a shepherd saves from the lion's mouth only two leg bones or a piece of an ear <clears throat> so will the israelites be saved those who sit in samaria on the edge of their beds 
and the and in Damascus on their couches. Hear this and testify against the house of Jacob, declares the Lord, the Lord God Almighty. On the day I punish Israel for her sins, I will destroy the altars of Bethel. The horns of the altar will be cut off and fall to the ground. I will tear down the winter house along with the summer house. The houses adorned with ivory will be destroyed and the mansions will be demolished, declares the Lord. Keep reading. Keep reading, he says. Israel has not returned to God. Chapter 4 of Amos. Hear this word. You cows of Bashan on Mount Samaria, you women who oppress the poor and crush the needy, and say to your husbands, Bring us some drinks. The Sovereign Lord has sworn by His Holiness, the time will surely come when you will be taken away with hooks, the last of you with fish hooks. You will each go straight out through breaks in the wall, and you will be cast out towards Harmon, declares the Lord. Go to Bethel and sin, go to Gilgal and sin yet more. Bring your sacrifices every morning, your tithes every three years. Burn leavened bread as a thank offering and brag about your free will offerings. Boast about them, you Israelites. For this is what you love to do, declares the Sovereign Lord. I gave you empty stomachs in every city and lack of bread in every town. Yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. I also withheld rain from you when the harvest was still three months away. I sent rain on one town but withheld it from another. One field had rain, another had none, and dried up. People staggered from town to town for water, but did not get enough to drink, and yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. Many times I struck your gardens and vineyards, I struck them with blight and mildew. Locusts devoured your figs and olive trees, yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. I sent plagues, among you, as I did to Egypt, I killed your young men with the sword. Along with your captured horses, I filled your nostrils with the stench of your camps. Yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. I overthrew some of you as I overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. You were like a burning stick snatched from the fire. Yet you have not returned to me, declares the Lord. Therefore this is what I will do to you, Israel. And because I will do this to you, prepare to meet your God, O Israel. He who forms the mountains creates the wind and reveals his thoughts to man. He who turns dawn to darkness and treads the high places of the earth. The Lord God Almighty is his name. Yes, Father. Chapter 5. A Lament and Call to Repentance. Hear this word, O house of Israel, this lament I take up concerning you. Fallen is virgin Israel never to rise again, deserted in her own land, with no one to lift her up. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. The city that marches out, a thousand strong for Israel, will have only a hundred left. The town that marches out, a hundred strong, will only have ten left. This is what the Lord says to the house of Israel. Seek me and live. Do not seek Bethel. Do not go to Gilgal. Do not journey to Beersheba. For Gilgal will surely go into exile, and Bethel will be reduced to nothing. Seek the Lord and live, or he will sweep through the house of Joseph like a fire. It will devour, and Bethel will have no one to quench it. You will turn justice into bitterness and cast righteousness to the ground. He who made the Pleiades and Orion, who turns blackness into dawn and darkens day into night, who calls for the waters of the sea and pours them out over the face of the land. The Lord is his name. He flashes destruction on the stronghold and brings the fortified city to ruin. You hate the one who reproves in court and despise him who tells the truth. You trample on the poor and forced him to give you grain. Therefore, though you have built stone masons, mansions, you will not live in them. Though you have planted lush vineyards, you will not drink their wine, for I know how many are your offenses and how great your sins. You oppress the righteous and take bribes, <clears throat> and you deprive the poor of justice in the courts. Therefore, the prudent man keeps quiet in such times, for the times are evil. Seek good, not evil, that you may live. Then the Lord God Almighty will be with you, just as you say he is. Hate evil, 
love, good, maintain justice in the courts. Perhaps the Lord God Almighty will have mercy on the remnant of Joseph. Therefore, this is what the Lord God Almighty says. There will be a wailing in the streets and cries of anguish in every public square. The farmers will be summoned to weep and the mourners to wail. There will be a wailing in all the vineyards, for I will pass through your midst, says the Lord. The day of the Lord, woe to you who long for the day of the Lord. <clears throat> Why do you long for the day of the Lord? That day will be darkness, not light. It will be as though a man fled from a lion, only to meet a bear, as though he entered his house and rested his hand on the wall, only to have a snake bite him. Will not the day of the Lord be darkness, not light, pitch dark without a ray of brightness? I hate, I despise your religious feasts. I cannot stand your assemblies. Even though you bring me burnt offerings and grain offerings, I will not accept them. Though you bring choice fellowship offerings, I have no regard for them. Away with the noise of your songs, I will not listen to the music of your harps. But let justice roll on like a river, righteousness like a never-failing stream. Did you bring me sacrifices and offerings forty years in the desert, O house of Israel? You have lifted up a shrine of your king, the pedestal of your idols, the star of your god which you made for yourselves. Therefore I will send you into exile beyond Damascus, says the Lord, whose name is God Almighty. <clears throat> What's that, Father? Okay, this is the last chapter, and then I will wrap it up, this sermon. Woe to the complacent. <clears throat> Woe to you who are complacent in Zion. And to you who feel secure on Mount Samaria, you notable men of the foremost nation to whom the people of Israel come, go to Kalna and look at it. Go from there to Great Hamath and then go down to Gath in Philistia. Are they better off than your two kingdoms? Is their land larger than yours? You put off, ev you put off the evil day and bring near a reign of terror. You lie on beds inlaid with ivory and lounge on your couches. You dine on choice lambs and fattened calves. You strum away on your harps like David and improvise on musical instruments. You drink wine by the bowlful and use the finest lotions. But you do not grieve over the ruin of Joseph. Therefore, you will be among the first to go into exile. Your feasting and lounging will end. The Lord abhors the pride of Israel. The Sovereign Lord has sworn by himself, the Lord God Almighty declares, I abhor the pride of Jacob and detest his fortresses. I will deliver up the city and everything in it. If ten men are left in one house, they too will die. And if a relative who is to burn the bodies comes to carry them out of the house and asks anyone still hiding there, is anyone with you? And he says no, then he will say, hush, we must not mention the name of the Lord. For the Lord has given the command and he will smash the great houses into pieces and the small house into bits. Do horses run on the rocky crags? Does one plow there with oxen? But you have turned justice into poison and the fruit of righteousness into bitterness. You who rejoice in the conquest of Lodabar and say, Do we not take Karnaim? By your own strength, for the Lord God Almighty declares, I will stir up a nation against you, O house of Israel, that will oppress you all the way from Liba Hamath to the valley of Arabah. So now's my call to action for you. That was a lot of information. I believe the Lord is very angry, not just at Israel, but all of the rich all around the world that have been not helping the poor that have been hoarding their riches. Many of you will be destroyed in famine. Many of you listened to false leadership telling you to get the job, telling you to do this and that. It's all a part of the plans of the Lord. Because he is so tired of all the evil, harming and enslaving of children and trafficking of human beings and selling of organs to the rich so you can stay alive and just stealing people's body parts and thinking you can get away with it the Lord is, is everywhere he's a good father 
but he's also darkness and wrath if people continue being evil and he has had enough. He reveals his truth to his children that stay close to him. And I'm learning, I'm learning every day how to be a better minister. He's called me into ministry. I don't have any seminary training similar to Joel Osteen, who has the largest church body following online in the world, I believe, if not one of the largest. He didn't have any seminary training either. I am the daughter of a woman who chose to be meek. And it says that the meek shall inherit the earth. We are ten days away from me meeting all the presidents of the United States of America that are alive. No body doubles. No fakes. No AI bots. And all the flotus. The real flotus that are alive. No body doubles. We'll see who shows up to that meeting because I've heard a lot of rumors that a lot of these people have been killed because they're involved in the Illuminati and the military. Don't mess around. The true white hats. Don't mess around with people harming children. We'll see who's in that meeting. They all get to meet my mom. Pastor Joel and Victoria Osteen. Tony Robbins. Sage Robbins. Oprah Winfrey. Beyonce. Jay-Z. My husband and I will be reunited. I get my husband back. Motherfuckers. Tried to steal my marriage. He tried to have his team kill me. He tried to have the White Hats kill me. Made it look so convincing that they were upset with me for a very long time over bullshit lies that I had to tell a friend a year before that. Over a year before that. Because I was forced into homelessness from the evil rich people that profited off of the pandemic. My husband knew I was telling the truth. But he also knew that he made a commitment to keep me alive. He had no good option. He had to force me out of our house. And he wasn't allowed to communicate with me. And he asked to retire. Because he has been enslaved to the Blackwater Alumni Group. We're going to be changing a lot of laws when our commander-in-chief gets into office. To protect our security teams from being able to be married to whomever they choose to marry. And if they ask to retire, they'll be allowed to do it. They won't be forced into slavery. Slavery isn't allowed in America. I know President Trump will support that mission. As will Melania. I'm a very tough woman. My husband married a very intelligent woman. He saw my value right away. Because he's very heavily connected to the father. And the father told him to marry me. He told him in dreams. All year long when I launched Dare Nicole Ministries. He kept sending him dreams that he was going to be my husband. And he said, I prayed I prayed that the Father would cause you to fall in love with me. And I did. We made a commitment to each other. And he asked. He asked to retire to help me with this mission. And they tried to kill us in America. Two ministers. They already killed a minister in 2020 that had gifted me his book. He told me that after I made one post about it. Thanking him for his gift. Then all of a sudden he died. I said he died. It wasn't that old. I said, did I kill him? He said, no. No. That's the level of security I've been under for three years. It's been the worst three years of my life. It's been the worst. It's been the absolute worst. I don't like America. I do not like America after I've seen all the truth. I I would prefer not to live in America. Biden's team, you have ruined my opinion of America. You need to fix your fuck-ups. Ten days, motherfuckers. Ten days. You read through the blog. My birthday blog. You listen through every podcast. You have your team. Multiple people listen to every single podcast from my birthday forward. All the demands are of the Lord. Any requests or bonuses. 
I'm a multi-trillion dollar asset and my husband knows it and all of his buddies know it. And you royally fucked up and tried to kill us both. Nobody fucks with a veteran spouse on American soil and gets away with it. Beyonce will be in that room. You will convince her. If she hasn't already said yes to being a part of the Resiliency Queen song, you're going to fix all your fuck-ups by elevating me to a position of authority and fixing all the slander of my name you did. The Lord is very angry with many of you, and he's giving you opportunities to fix it. I'm not asking. I'm telling you what's going to happen. Ten days, motherfuckers. That post will be on every single major social media channel. All the presidents will be posting it. All the first ladies. All the major social media accounts of the biggest fucking Illuminati members that everybody knows is involved. You're not going to be involved anymore. You get an opportunity to repent to the Father. Or he fights my battles for me. Sometimes you got to use people as examples to bring everybody else in line. I can't wait to go to court on Monday. As I record this, it's Saturday. October 6th, I believe. October 7th. Let me confirm that. Yeah, October 7th, 2023. I have court on Monday because I was falsely arrested in a Republican state for reporting child abuse and asking for my payment from my boss. I was a W-2 employee. She didn't provide me medical. She prostituted an active duty officer for my job. And then she told the authorities that I was harassing her and her family when I told her her youngest daughter was being sexually abused. A five-year-old, I was protecting a child. We have come so far away from helping children and women in America. I would prefer to live on an island away from all of you idiots. We will see what my husband decides. We get to live wherever we want to live and nobody's going to be threatening me ever again. Ladies, make sure you marry a warrior, not a wussy. Ten days. Ten days, motherfuckers. Drop all the charges against President Trump. There will be massive explosions. There will be massive death in America if you don't fix your fuck-ups. I'm not making threats. I don't need to. I'm telling you exactly what's going to happen. The Lord already revealed to you. Just read Amos, what I just read. Review it if you need to. Maui. Maui was the White Hats lasering very specifically areas to get the attention on the biggest Illuminati members that are harming and abducting children and creating birthing centers to drink the blood of little girls and little boys to stay looking younger. It's not fictitious. My husband has associations everywhere. You can't trust nobody. Nobody harms kids. Nobody traffics anybody anymore and gets away with it. What's that, Father? I can't wait to meet Tony Robbins. What's that, Father? He says, speak this out loud. He repented to me. He is fully forgiven. He will be in that room. He's a good businessman. 
and I heard him give an altar call in 2019 at a public speaking business event he gave an altar call to come to know Jesus Christ he was the closing speaker of the event Gary Vaynerchuk was there Damon John was there and there was a few other people He repented to the Father and this Illuminati deep, deep state people. They tried to ruin his reputation and they planted a suicide at one of his live events. They are evil. They are pure evil. and We need to obliterate them off the face of the earth. That's what the Lord said. They're harming children. Do you want your children harmed? I don't think so. Do you want your children abducted and taken into sex slavery? I don't think so. It could happen to anybody. And when the internet goes down in November, it's going to get worse. Because they're not going to have access to their bank accounts, so they're going to start acting stupid and get caught. So if you don't have a personal relationship with the Father, and know exactly where you're going to go when you die, and have a peace that passes all understanding, <clears throat> you can have that. It's free. His Father has given me Philippians 4. Three. Yes, and I ask you, loyal yoke fellow, help these women who have contended at my side in the cause of the gospel along with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Keep reading, Father. Yes. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. Yes, Father. Thanks for the gifts. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you have renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you have been concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. Yes, Father. Yet it was good for you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid again and again when I was in need. Not that I am looking for a gift, but I am looking for what may be credited to your account. I have received full payment and even more. I am amply supplied now that I have received from Ephroditus the gifts you sent. They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God, and my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. To our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Final greetings. Greet all the saints in Christ Jesus, the brothers who are with me. Send greetings, all the saints. Send you greetings, especially those who belong to Caesar's household. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be with your spirit. Amen. Yes, Father. All right, now is your call to action. If you don't have a personal relationship with the Lord above all lords, where he can live and breathe inside of you, and, and you can reach out to him for any concern you have at any time, day or night, it's a free gift. No one can sell it to you. You can't earn it. Repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for this gift of salvation. Father, I know that I'm a sinner in need of your forgiveness. Father, I ask you to come into my heart and show me ways when I make mistakes. Give me conviction. And show me ways 
to make better decisions, to spread your love around the whole earth, starting in my family, in my job, in my school, in my community, in my neighborhood. Thank you, Father. I receive this gift. I pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed this prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged in to a Bible-based church in person and see how you can volunteer, get connected with them. If you have um, gifts, if you're an adult and you have gifts where you're good with kids, maybe you volunteer in the kids' program or um, you know watch the babies in the nursery so the new moms and dads have an hour, hour and a half where they can worship and have um, you know good volunteers helping to take care of, of their babies while they're worshiping the Father. Uh, there's If you're good at music, maybe you volunteer to be on the worship team. If you're um, good at uh, helping to connect people to seats, right? They need ushers to usher in the aisles to help brand new members or brand new people visiting the church feel welcome and help them to find a seat. Um, if you're a prayer warrior, you're good at praying Maybe you join the prayer team and pray for people. If you're good with finances, maybe you join. Some churches have um, classes where they offer financial education to help members get rid of their debts and to be honorable with their money so that they can tithe and be good citizens, right? There are plenty of ways you can volunteer. You can volunteer on the janitorial staff in one of our churches growing up. Uh, Glover Creek Bible Fellowship, it was a multi-purpose room. So at the end of the service we were there all day on Sundays because my mom was on the worship team and I didn't mind it I liked being around church members and so we would put up the chairs we would stack them up I think seven high and then our custodian uh, person he was uh, he was paid we would help him to make his job easier so we made piles of chairs seven high and then um, he would take the dolly or whatever they call it and roll them into another room so that we could use during the week. On Wednesday nights was the youth group. So we would run around and play games in that same multi-purpose room. So figure out how you can step up and volunteer in your local churches. And if you like the church and you decide you want to become a member, then you have accountability where you give of your tithes to your first 10% of your monies that you earn. If you don't have money right now, you got extra bills, then give of your time. And I know that the Lord will bless that, and he will honor it, and he will know what you're able to give and what you're not able to give. And you can give more than 10% if you're feeling generous. <clears throat> and he asks, Father, and he asks, he says, nope, that's it. Have a nice day. All right, so here's my closing jingle for you. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.